I love that sound. <laughs> high tech. Isn't that high tech, Larry? Johnny Cash. It's, no. It's not Johnny Cash. It's not Johnny Cash. But oh. he, this is, that's his favorite inspirational artist. Oh. My friend Brian Bent. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And this is his little album that he graciously let us use. Today, we have none other than my boss, <laughs> senior pastor, dear friend, Larry Bull. Larry. Welcome to the chaos. How are you? I'm good. It's so Thank good to have you with us. It's good to be here. And it's appropriate that you're here because you've been at Dawn Patrol hmm. since the beginning. Yeah, since the beginning. As just a guy. Yeah. And I love it. I do too. Because you're a piece of us and, and you wrestle with us and you're honest with us and you encourage mm. the men around you and mm. they leave you alone. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. We put that yeah, deep yeah. in the in the culture early. Yeah. yeah. Let Larry be Larry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And now here you are in the podcast yeah. booth. Yeah, wow. With the engineer Kyle. I love it. And all the techie sound effects and stuff that we run off the iPad because my phone won't update update. <laughs> <laughs> and so Larry, you had a big like four years hmm. followed by a big thirty six years 38 years here 30 yeah going on 39 years 39 years and 28 as senior pastor. 23 23 as senior pastor and a big announcement sunday that went like what yeah yeah so um we uh we share with our congregation that in january of 2019 i will be stepping uh down as senior pastor and uh danny strange will be my replacement and I just explained the process yes. that, that started four years ago in a conversation with the board about succession. And, uh, you know, it kind of went from there, which we can get into whatever detail yeah. you want. But, yeah, I mean, it's been a long process. And every I kind of remind I reminded our people and I remind everybody, every senior pastor is an interim pastor because we don't stay in those positions forever. We move on. And like I joked in our other podcast, you know, if you're a tenured senior pastor, you're going to leave the church hearing one of two things. You're going to either hear, Pastor, we're sorry you're leaving, or or you're going to hear, Pastor, we're sorry, comma, you're leaving. (laughs) (laughs) So, I I, I love that joke because it's uh, it's true. And so I've always wanted the former, not the latter. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, what an honor to sit with a guy who's led well and pastored well. Over By the, the grace years. of God. Yes, and we get to go the one without the comma. Yeah, yeah. We're sorry you're leaving. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. But you're not leaving. Right, you're and leaving. that's and yeah. So I shared with everybody that I'll stay on. I'll be one of our pastors, and uh, just enjoying that. Looking forward to that. You know, all my life. I and I've told the congregation, and I'm repeating myself probably a little bit here and there. But whoever's listening, yeah. You know, all my life I've been. I really think I've been more of a follower than a leader. I love following. I love supporting uh, people. And so when I became the senior pastor, 23 years ago, of course that changed. I had to become kind of in that seat of follow me as I follow Christ, of course. But uh, a lot of challenges with leadership mm-hmm. and. You know, that's kind of the big, I think, the big nut to crack as a senior pastor is all the leadership uh, jazz of that, if I can use that term. You know, just learning um, how to shepherd people and lead people at higher levels in Mm -hmm. organization. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. a lot of challenges with Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Learned a lot. I think I became a decent leader, uh, but, you know, not, not like in the wheelhouse of my gifting i'm i'm gifted more in the shepherding areas mercy gifts encouragement uh some you know teaching but pastoring shepherding is kind of my Mm -hmm. my focus always Mm -hmm. have been i remember when i became a pastor my dad (laughs) you know my dad was funny it was one my mom and dad were just great we were talking this morning at dawn patrol about our parents and uh our moms anyway and i'm just thinking you know my dad pulled me aside he said son you know you know (laughs) 
he would speak the tr- truth. Yeah. You know, he goes, "Son, you're never going to be just like a great orator, but you're, gonna... <laughs> 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 but you're you love people, uh-huh. you know." And I just remember, and I think, you know, he was right. Oh, you know, wow. like, like I I can communicate, and I think I, I think the reason why people think you know, or often say that I'm a good teacher is because they know I love them. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah. that makes yeah. a difference. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, so, and I, you know, I, and you I love suppose the Lord. I can. And you love the word. Exactly. That's what makes yeah, you yeah, a great yeah. teacher. I'm passionate about all that. Yeah. So, you know, so he's right. I don't think he became a great orator, but I, but I love people. Yeah. <laughs> that's his generation orator. That's a yeah. great, because oh, yeah, that yeah, communicates yeah. some things. Yeah. There yes. were back in the day, great orators. Exactly. Maybe not even knew what they were saying, but they were great orators. Yeah. They, they could. Capture an audience, the Capture radio world. Yep, yep, yep. All that. Fun. Yeah. You said uh, all the listeners. There's six, so you know. There's six okay. listeners. <laughs> and you mentioned the word leadership. And so here at the heels of 23 years of senior pastor, yeah. uh, and I just made a little podcast with, with Ron and just gave mm. him some words. We've never done this before. Hmm. And then he expanded on those words and what he learned. Okay. And uh, we didn't use this word. It's interesting. Leadership. What have you learned about leadership? Mm. Well, I've learned um, it's a huge challenge uh, because everyone is looking at a leader. Um, your example is huge as a leader. You know, it's not what you say. It's not the mm-hmm. kind of the creed that you're pumping as much as the life you're living, mm-hmm. you know, and so people look at your life. Um, so leadership is about truth. It's about honesty. Uh, it's about courage, you know, because leaders get shot at, you know, uh, when you kind of try to bring somewhere someone or a group somewhere mm-hmm. uh there's shots that are taken mm-hmm. but you've also got the people around you you know your wagons are circled too you, you know you know who's in your team mm-hmm. and usually anyway sometimes even people on the team are not on your team <laughs> you learn that too um but uh so yeah I, I you know i would say example i would say courage i would say um you know like you talked about this morning faith mm-hmm. Trusting mm-hmm. action, mm-hmm. you know, you can't sit around as a leader. You've mm-hmm. got to move. Mm-hmm. Um, dependency on the Holy Spirit, yeah, on man. the fact that God, you know, mm-hmm. if God, you know, it's like Moses says, you know, if you don't take us from here, then don't send us. You know, like if you don't go with us, we, we can't go. And so all of that, you know, mm-hmm. it's a big, big deal. Yeah, leadership. Yeah, um, family. Yeah, oh, family. What's the question? Expand. Oh, family. What's it mean to you? Uh, oh, it's what's dear to my heart. Um, I have a wife, uh, 36 years, Carla, amazing. Great woman. She's put up with me all this time. It's a miracle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, you know, such a constant, you know, that's the other thing about leadership, having the, you know, like if your family's with you, it's Mm -hmm. a big, big difference. And Carla has always been so, um, with me, supportive of me. Appreciate that. Give me space too. Mm -hmm. Uh, some pastor's wives are very sort of needy. And Carla's not, mm-hmm. and I, I I've been privileged with that that she's kind of let me you know mm-hmm. have my ministry with people and individuals and a lot of people have a piece of me kind of mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. and she's okay with that mm-hmm. she knows that I'm shared so to speak mm-hmm. within the church and within the the body so family's huge uh, they're they're like the centerpiece um, my kids you know they grew up in the church grew up understanding and knowing the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all in different places spiritually right now. Um, some have real, you know, like it's their story, so I don't want to tell their yeah, story, yeah, but yeah, they're yeah. walking with the Lord yeah, in different ways. Yeah. And, and I'm so proud of each one of them yeah. and what God has accomplished Great in ladies. their life. They're amazing ladies. Each and every one of them. I'm so grateful. A little grandson, too. Yep. Yep. So family's everything. Um, um, 
And it's a privilege and a re- huge responsibility. Huge responsibility. Yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. Not answer the question for you, but yeah. it's like, as you describe and I'm reflecting, it's like, sure. it's a lot of responsibility. So you're responsible for the church, yeah. and then you're responsible at home. I mean, it's like, yeah. my goodness. And then you got to mow the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like. Yeah, that's that's my therapy. It's yeah. men. Yeah. Being a man. Yeah. And being a, a leader. So here you are. You're going to go away on a sabbatical after January. Uh, one, it gets transferred to Danny. Great man. Yeah, uh, great process. Yeah, and Amen. and everybody's comfortable, and it's beautiful to watch the process unfold. Just Amen. from a guy, is a guy cool. Was be- godly, beautiful. Amen. You know, because you've Amen. seen so many other communities. Not to bag on any community, but they right. they it's a hard time. Right. Rarely of, does it go well. Yeah, and and we're of course by the grace of God it will go well. But we're gonna still lean in and pray and trust God yeah. because there will be challenges along yeah. the way. Um, any large ministry like ours, uh, there's a, there's uh, sure. opinions and things, sure. you know. But but yeah, God has led us, and and like you said, it has been a process to yeah. where there's been intentionality in bringing Danny into this mm-hmm. role, and there's been intentionality of me eventually stepping out of this mm-hmm. role. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, we don't know how long the sabbatical will be. I'm kind of waiting to hear from our executive elders or our uh, governing elders about that. Yeah, and uh, we'll see. I mean, maybe it'll be a week. Who knows? Who knows? But whatever it is, it yeah. give Danny a time to. Yeah, I'm teasing about a week. It'll it'll probably be a month or two or a couple three months yeah, maybe something like that. Yeah. But it'll be an opportunity for Danny to kind of take the lead and for people to come under him and recognize yeah. what's going on. And also for me to kind of process, like I've got ideas about what my role can and should look yeah. like when I get back, but um, I want to use that time also to kind of ask God to give affirmation, mm-hmm. confirmation, mm-hmm. and maybe he'll lead me to some new stuff that I'm not even thinking yeah. about. I, I, in my DNA and makeup, those are the most exciting times. You know, mm-hmm. a new, a painted new pa- a painting. Pa- mm-hmm. It's a new role. It's a new thing. Yeah. And then to learn from the old thing and sure. apply and seek the Lord and yeah. watch what he's doors that he's going to open. Yeah. Yeah. So anybody disgruntled through this movement, you can just have them email me. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was the first disgruntled guy where I emailed everybody and said, how come my name's not in the hat? And then everybody <laughs> reminded me why. And I went, oh, yeah, of course. So they can <laughs> just send them my way. Okay. Right. Email me at Kyle at three crosses dot org. <laughs> and so what excites you about the next decade of Larry's life? Hmm. Well, I think what excites me is just maybe plugging in more in the grassroots mm-hmm. of a ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, my heart has been moved over the last, I think, five years, uh, and maybe a little beyond that. In fact, I was looking at some journaling I did yesterday, uh, back in 2013. Okay, so that's like five years yeah. ago. Yeah. So um, with just prayer um, and what prayer looks like and what it ought to look like in our lives. Mm. And kind of coupled with the fasting piece and what that looks like. And I'm just, I'm a newbie in all of this stuff, really. I mean, it sounds a little weird to say as a pastor, I'm new in prayer and fasting. But I feel like in the last five years, I've kind of been born again, again, mm-hmm. in the area mm-hmm. of what it means to be dependent on the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit. Uh, what does it mean to have a consistent prayer time? Uh, what does it mean to actually, what Paul says, you know, in Thessalonians, to pray without ceasing? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. You know, and that grabbed me a few years ago. It's like, well... Obviously, it's possible if that's what Paul commanded and the scriptures tell us. So 
So I felt like I've been learning this rhythm of actually kind of an unceasing prayer, mm-hmm. kind of a dialogue with mm-hmm. God through mm-hmm. the day. Mm-hmm. And I've got a little you know notebook that I use to kind of keep me uh, in the lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's kind of a cool thing. That's um, yeah. So there's there's hundreds of people on my heart every single day. That's amazing. I believe and, that. And I, I love know that. that you pray for so many people around us. And we've coveted your prayers as a family. Absolutely. Many times. You bet. Yeah. I pray for your kids. Yeah. Right where they are. I kind of picture them and what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Our kids too. Um, my spiritual kids, I've got, I've got this beautiful family, you know, I've got my physical family. I've got my spiritual family in my spiritual family. I've got what I call my spiritual kids, people that I've like poured into and kind mm-hmm. of whether they've been new believers, or they've come back to the faith and most of them are younger generation, but mm-hmm. there's a few that are older too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but I love the younger generation. And that's another thing that I'm really excited about is pouring into, um, our younger generation pastors, uh, and leaders. And, um, you know, I'm amazed at what they can bring, the gifting that they mm-hmm. have, and, uh, and and the things they can learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you have a lot to offer those people. Amen. And you've been here so long, you're just such a piece mm. of this community. Not mm. so long, like too long, but yeah. there's such a, um, a blessing that comes to everybody else when the senior pastor is rooted. Amen. You know, I love that. Not bouncing around. Amen. You, you know, know, in fact, I learned that from Jake, who is yep. my, my, my predecessor. You know, he told me once, and I'll never forget, it was like, um, I, somewhere, I don't know, I'd been here, 39 years in the ministry here. So in the first five years or so, I remember sitting down with him and talking about like uh, long range stuff. And he said to me, Larry, he says, you know, I just want to challenge you. I want to challenge you not to leave uh, unless you feel like you can't do what God's called you to do in this place. He goes, just put your roots down, just bloom here. And it was cool because my dad uh, my dad worked for DuPont Paint Company in South City, San Francisco. And in the 38 years, it's funny. Wow, I just realized. That's I amazing. think it was 38 years he was in his role. I'm going to have to go back and look at the numbers of that. It might even have been 39. Wow. Interesting. But in his role at DuPont, um, he missed one day of work. Oh, my goodness. One day of work. And it was because he had surgery. He had a, um, what's the thing that, uh, hernia. He had okay. hernia surgery. So he was out one day. He had it on a Friday after work. And he was back to work on Tuesday. So he missed one day. You know he was sweating it on Monday. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> and the guy was like, so I learned from my dad, longevity, consistency, don't pick up and move somewhere, just stay and do your job mm-hmm. kind of thing. And so I brought that into ministry stuff. And then Jake kind of solidified that yeah. by saying, look, you know, you don't have to hop around. Pastors move every two years, a lot of movement yeah. in yeah. church ministries, you yeah. know. And so, yeah, it's always been kind of my thing of like, just plant, stay planted and rooted. Yeah. Well, we've been uh, blessed by that and that tenacity and that work ethic for sure. Thank you. Um, I didn't write it down. Something you just said. Oh, Jake. I wish I would have worked with Jake. Wow. That's a one guy I wish. Well, there's a couple. Yeah. But yeah. I wish I would have for a year. Yeah. You know, just. Oh, he's a legend. Yeah. And there's so you know, many great stories. I yeah. think I would have really enjoyed him. He had so much energy. He was a lot like you. That's what people have that. said. Yeah. yeah. A very energetic guy. Um, you know, he he retired. I did retire. Well, you know, he passed at large, but mm-hmm. at 80 years of age, wow. stepped away from his role, and I became his successor. Uh, but, you know, he was busy going around. He'd just pray for people, and yeah. he had a very loose sort of like, you know, uh, responsibility. Yeah. But he had, I mean, after that long, 42 years yeah, as senior amazing. pastor. Amazing. And I don't know how many years in ministry total because he was a pastor yeah. before he came here. So he was at Willow Glen Alliance San Jose for probably, I don't know. So he probably was 50 years wow. in doing ministry before he stepped Legend. down. Legendary. Yeah. Legendary guy, yeah. 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 Loved him. Yeah, you would have loved him. Uh, Hartford, he had 
also our heart for evangelism. Yeah. You know, just every person opportunity to share Christ yeah. with. How do I, you know, in a beautiful way, not yeah. a not a salesman-y no. way, yeah. but just connecting with people and yeah. bringing Christ into conversations, yeah. just like you do. Just and like a builder. I try He's to do. kind of a builder. We pick up stuff, hammers with his hands, and build things. Actually, no, he was oh, not. No. no, he was not a builder. Oh, I heard stories no. of him behind helping with the theater. Uh, sets and getting no. last no Th- that's must be urban legend urban legend i mean he would do a lot of directing yeah he would go back and like he'd say hey well, this is not I mean. a way it looked like but hammer's hand he was not handy oh, at all okay not handy, not at, handy all. at all no so jim and all those guys learned his boys learned it from yeah well jim is really out of all the three sons yeah jim was the... became the handy guy you know oh. not to no disrespect for john no, no, and no, charlie no. uh or anybody they, else is they're, not handy there yeah exactly uh jim went into the trades and he became like a construction guy gotcha and so he really learned all that stuff i learned so much on these that. podcasts we learned so much hey That's dawn amazing. patrol such a blessing having you with us thank you for so many years great blessing being there and so tombstone tombstone legacy you bet. What's the word legacy? What's mm. it bring to mind for Larry Bull? Wow. wow. Legacy. Well, you know, leave with a clean reputation, mm. you know. You know, I've seen a lot of people just make uh, bad mistakes and decisions. And uh, and the, the reality is that can happen to me too, you know. I mean, there's nobody. I, people that have gone before me have said, you know, the first time you say it'll never happen to me is probably the time just mm. before it happens to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that you do something, say something. And, you know, there's, you know, I mean, there's a lot of guys that step off a cliff. I mean, really do something really bad. But there's other things that can just chip away. You know, I, yeah. I see a lot of older guys sort of their legacy becomes they become curmudgeons. They become mm. angry. They mm-hmm. become fuddy, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. everything. And, and I love the fact that uh, and my legacy, I would like to leave whenever it is that I leave this world. And it could be any time. You never know. Um that I left with a smile on my face, joy in my heart, clean accounts with God, a truly sincere lover of people and uh, my family. Mm-hmm. And that there's no, no regret, you know, no right. big, no, no big regret. I mean, yeah. there's always, someone yeah. mentioned, yeah, there's always things that you wish you could have done differently or should have done differently. Yeah. But no big, know. no big boo boo, no big thing. Yeah couldn't redeem exactly yeah yeah because god uses everything everything in our lives and i know guys that have gone through the big kind of the cliff drop things and there's redemption in that mm-hmm. and god uses that too mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. going through it though yeah Whew. tough stuff tough i don't think there's too much tougher yeah as you look around at just 55 years of living you know there's things that happen physically even mentally or emotionally with brain injury or something sure. you know mental illness yeah um but the big you know, when you cause the wrath and then right. you have to clean it up. Right. That's really hard water. Yep. Decades. Yeah. You know, all that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, God has been so merciful and mm-hmm. so beautiful and just uh, his graciousness yeah. and, and patience and gentleness. Yeah. And, you know, t- I, I've been thankful that God has kept me um, in the lane. And gentle. Probably because you're basketballing. You get all oh, that out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, re- exactly. A lot of... Uh, yeah, nervous energy released and stress relief. Yep. You know, you got to have a stress Absolutely. relief. And I know for you, it's surfing. You know, for me, yep. it's basketball. Right. And there's other things, too. I'm a yep. musician. I love playing trumpet. Uh-huh. That's kind of a and relief your gym for me. And your sweat, your pumping iron. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the gym now is more of actually kind of recouping from basketball, you know, because oh. it kind of keeps me uh, limber and okay. stretches me out. Mm-hmm. And I like the I like playing ball, and I like going to the gym and getting a good workout, and I just feel spent. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite feelings physically is just feeling spent. Yeah. And I feel that way a lot. I mean, like, you know, that's great. 
um, yeah, uh, it's a good feeling. Yeah. yeah. I know you were wondering, so I'll answer the question, a, a little insider information on Mark Campbell. Oh, yeah? I wish I could play basketball. Oh. It's a well, game. you could. Well, I, I, I know I could, but I don't yeah. have the time or the resources right. to develop right. it. You got to plug being in. Able to, you got to plug in. You got to do it's it. It's not something you dabble. Right. Yeah. yeah or you gotta, you're not really basketball. Yeah. I mean, I played on the schoolyard at, at yeah. school, but I always envied the guys that were on the teams and right. this and that. And I never played organized sports at all because right. I was in the band. Me either. Band guy. Yeah, me either. Uh, but like out of college, um, you know, and I'd shoot around at lunchtime with guys at, at the college we went to. But... I really got, like, it was in 1990. It was when it became, like, senior, a little before senior pastor. 1993, yeah. I started playing ball here at the church. Yeah. So uh, I was 30, whatever, six years old. Right. Whatever. And right. Uh, so that's when I started. Wow. And, uh, you know, playing all these years, I was telling someone yesterday that said, man, Larry, I've been playing basketball with you for 25 years. I said, yeah, we should be a lot better for how often we play. Because <laughs> we play like three times a week. You yeah. Know? And now, actually, now I'm playing three, four, sometimes five times a week. That's, isn't it fun? Early morning, you know, yeah. before work sure. kind of thing. Sure. Uh, but I learn a lot of guys. I, you'll learn a lot about character mm-hmm. from guys playing basketball. Yep. Basketball brings your character right out in yep. the front. Yep. And you're either kind of a hothead or you feel like you're all that or whatever. Yeah. And I, I'm very competitive. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, I love the game because it's a very disciplined game. And it's and it's yeah. a shared game. And it's also I, – I love playing with a team. And I also love playing one-on-one. I love being – Really? Or 21. Really? Where it's every man for themselves or women. There's yeah. some women I play at 24-hour that are phenomenal. There's a little Filipino gal that played professional basketball wow. in the Philippines. She's, and she's 50, and she is about 85% from distance. I mean, she's amazing. A she's seriously a baller. She's so good. And, uh, I, you know, we, we, we're, we're kind of 50-50. I can beat her sometimes. She beats me. Really? And so yeah. you go one-on-one? Yeah, one-on-one. Or we play 21, which is like first to 21, and you play right. with what, two, three, right. four, even five guys, everyone right. for themselves. Right. You just keep track right. of your own score. Yeah, it's really I, fun. I just honestly think, and I watch sometimes at the community center on Chabot Road, and I just think there's almost, I can't pick, There's a, it's a beautiful sport when it's played well mm. and in a team environment. Yeah. Not professionally. Right. I mean, of course, the Warriors, it's gorgeous to watch. Oh, yeah, but yeah, on a, yeah. in a yard or a, a guy's, a pickup yeah. game that's yeah. played well, it's really, it it's is a fun. lot of skill. It is good. And yeah, a lot well, of communication. And we're not that skilled. Yeah, you are. I've seen you. <laughs> no, I'm not. We just have fun. Yeah. It's a fun. It's a stress reliever. It's camaraderie with guys. Yeah. And uh, Which is important. And a ministry. Yeah, for sure. You know, because there's guys that come. Uh, there's a young guy that played ball in high school, and he'd been coming. He was one of my daughter's friends okay. in high school. Okay. And he got away from the Lord and, um, you know, went to a Christian school, but just it was never real to him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he started coming and playing ball here. And he tells us in a testimony just recently that uh, um, this was his place where he witnessed and watched guys that love the Lord. Amen. And this last August, he gave his heart to Christ. Yeah. And he's Right 30, there in the gym? He's 30. Uh, just or, a few days before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now I'm kind of doing a little discipling Perfect. with him. And he's just on a whole new course with sure. his life. And it was basketball. Sure. Watching guys that love the Lord that was his place of contact. Beautiful. It's amazing. Beautiful. Last question. Noah. Noah. Genesis 6 through 9. Huge, massive story. Amazing story. Amazing story. Amazing man of faith. Mm -hmm. You know, just what are your thoughts on the interpretation of that whole flood account? The what we covered today, Noah as a man, the fact that he's listed in Hebrews. Mm -hmm. What comes to mind when you just Noah? Well, and I think you brought it out great. Uh, you know, it's that it's staying with it a hundred years building yeah. the ark 
<laughs> and all the taunting and all the, you know, the things that would have happened during that time. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, perseverance. Yeah. Perseverance. Yeah. You know? And blind faith. Yeah. On Never every rain. level. Exactly. On what is level. rain? Yeah. What is judgment? You know, all of these things. Of course, he saw the wickedness of the world, yeah. no doubt. Yeah. Probably humbling, too. Like, mm-hmm. God, why me? You know, like... Noah was a sinner, mm-hmm. but yeah. he found favor in the eyes of the Lord because he had his heart on, on the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like yeah. that's also encouraging yeah. because we know Noah wasn't perfect, but he had favor in the eyes of the Lord. And that's mm-hmm. a picture of grace, yeah. you know, like we have the favor of the Lord because of his grace, his imputed grace in our lives, you know, that we haven't worked for it. Mm-hmm. Noah didn't work for it, mm-hmm. but he was obedient mm-hmm. to God. And walked with God. Walked with God. And I think, you know, getting his whole family, what a beautiful metaphor too, you know, like you said, you know, you get your whole family on the boat, yeah. you know, yeah. and off you go. Off you go. And of course, as we know from the story, some interesting things happen in Noah's life yes, after that. after that, <laughs> yeah. It's really crazy. Did you see the movie with Russell Crowe, Noah? You know, to be honest, I did. I started watching it and I just, Couldn't it didn't it. connect with me. Yeah. I, I loved I don't the know context was, though. Yeah. Because it was like a post-apocalyptic op- yeah, of, yeah. of what the earth probably you know, just there, there's no civilization. There's right. no organization. It's kind of like, wow, yeah. every man for himself. Right. It kind of really gave a great picture, I thought, yeah. like uh, the Book of Judges. Thunderdome. People did. Thunderdome, yeah. 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 What they did was in right in their own eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? no doubt. Yeah. And that's what I like, the context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. The, with Russell Crowe and the Tevas, when I saw the rubber Tevas, I thought, oh, uh-huh. they just yeah. blew the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Larry, I love you being a part of our men. Oh, I love thanks. you that you're staying here you in too. the church. Thank you. And involved with us in shepherding young men. You have so much to offer so many people. Thank you so much. I love your new glasses. <laughs> I love that people mistake me for you all the time. It's one of the great honors. Oh. In my legacy, in my tombstone, will be he did this, he did that, he loved those people well, and he looked like Larry Bull. <laughs> Every day of his life, people said you were Larry. You know, Frosty came over to me, right? I told you this, yeah, this yeah, morning. Yeah. Yeah. You know what he says to me? What? Hey, Renee, how are you? <laughs> Renee. I'm confused with Renee, the pastor of Twin Lakes Church, and Larry Bold, the pastor That's of Three great. Crosses. How wild well, we is must, that? We must all have a common look or something. Gray, smiles, beards. <laughs> Weathered. Oh, Renee uh, doesn't have a beard. Yeah. He's had a beard like yours, though. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, mine's a little longer than yours. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yep. God bless you, Larry. I God love bless you so you. much. Thank Thanks you. for journeying with all of us men and being love a great you, example. Love you. Kyle, Thank you. thanks again for hitting the go button and the stop button. And all the other things you do, all man. he is the foundation of this deal. He is. That ain't all. We get to watch you do your next season, Larry. Thank you for that. See God everybody Sunday, you. 8 o'clock, 9.30, 11. Wednesday at Dawn Patrol, Dust Patrol. Have a great week. Walk in faith.